welcome to Keeping It Real with Beth and Darren. We started our show when the pandemic first hit, and now, about a million days later, we're still doing it. Or 90. Or 90-ish. So listen in, laugh, chat with us, but all I can tell you is that we're going to be keeping it real every single time. Wait, we're back. We're back. All right. You sure? That's what I it guess. says. I'm trusting that it's not. I think mine. I have it. Why is it I have a jacket on today and you don't? I don't know. Hot flashes? It, it, no. It, no, it, I'm not there yet. It's interesting no. uh, turn of events here. Hey, I'm you know, sometimes it happens. Hey, G- Gina's on. Good morning, Gina. All right. Away. Our day can start now. Yes. Perfect. Um, well, we got a lot of interesting stuff to cover today. Do we? Yes, we do. All right. Um, well, well for, the first interesting part we'll, we'll cover is the dinner you made last night. Beth, I'm like Rachel Ray. Once again, Beth did a phenomenal job. Thank she made you. a chicken crusted margarita, which I have pizza. to have pizza that I have to yes. highlight because I left out the word margarita yesterday when I was uh, posting a video about it. But she did a wonderful job, very tasty. Just it's a good gra- recipe. Yeah, just using ground chicken, pounded it, added some Italian seasoning. No, ground chicken, whatever. one egg. Well, listen, people <laughs> want to know. Ground chicken, one egg, um, like a, a quarter of a teaspoon of Italian seasoning, and two tablespoons of Parmesan cheese. That's your base. You put it in the oven at 400 for about 20 minutes. You take it out. You add a half a cup of tomato sauce, whatever you're choosing. Um, a half a cup of shredded mozzarella cheese, sliced tomatoes, and basil. And then you put it back in to finish melting. You know, Voila. It's, it's delicious. There's just no crisp. There's no well, crunch. It's but, 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 it's, but it's okay. But it's still delicious. It's you gotta find a, I think you got to find a way like, to burn the chicken a little bit. Just a little bit so it feels like making you know, oh, okay. a crunch maybe. All right. Maybe we can try that. Burn it? Okay. Again, I'm drinking Polar Seltzer. This is not a paid advertisement, but I can't tell you how much I love this. I do need to reach out to Paul's house to let them know how many times I mentioned them on Yeah, maybe they'll give you a... For goodness sake. Exactly. Maybe they'll give you something. So then after dinner, uh, my ankle was swelling up big time from walking Santana for the fiasco that happened yesterday. It's much better now. I'm happy to report. But Beth was playing nurse yesterday, um, getting me the ice, getting me the pads. Telling him to put his foot up. I was going to elevate my foot. It was I was a hot mess last night, but all better now. Thank you to Nurse Beth over here. Yes, like Nurse Ratchet. Please. So after dinner, we started watching, or I should say, Beth really started watching this. I guess it's a documentary, right? I didn't really pay attention to it. I just caught bits and pieces of it. So maybe you can share about this. What is it called? The social dilemma. Yes. I don't uh, want to tell you too much. I don't want to tell you too much because then you may not delete your uh, Facebook, Facebook account, and, and then you that's may not watch no it anymore. Yeah. But Beth started watching it, and right, it was. It was just give, a, just, like, just give a one minute synopsis on it. Okay, so this, so actually one of our friends who just recently came up of decided to give up. And who Facebook. used to watch the show and is no longer watching. So we lost it. a viewer. Now we, we we lost a viewer because of it. But the whole the social dilemma. They interviewed people that um, were at the forefront of starting everything from Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, um, all those sites, Instagram, and they talk about how they really do manipulate our behavior. So it, it's just, it's mind-blowing 
how you're, you know, you're, you're going through your social media feed and they know that you're going, like, it's like you're at Las Vegas, so the minute you see a notification, you check, you click on it because it's like, wait, I'm gonna, that could be something for me. Good morning, be, Denise. You know, it could be something, whatever. Um, and the same thing with how they serve ads up to you. They hear you talking and then they start, they serve something up that they know you were having in your conversation, which is always kind of creepy. Um, which has happened to me many times first day. Yeah. And, and so all of these people pretty much said, you know, this is what's on the other side. It's, it's all about making money and, and even in terms of how our country um, and our world is so divided politically, we have been manipulated by the images and the news that, that is fed to us in our feeds and our feeds are different than our friends' feeds. So, um, you know, whatever you might be consuming news-wise might be very different than what someone else is. So, and then you become, it becomes so polarizing. And, and it was interesting is that one of the, um, one of the people that was interviewed, I actually had worked with him. His name is Tim Kendall. He's the, uh, now he's the CEO of an app called Moment, which, which actually helps you cut down on your screen time. Um, but he was the former president of Pinterest, and he was one of the starting people at Facebook in charge of monetization. So, so even he he's become so he helped create the problem, and now he's trying to provide the solution. Right, right, right. But Isn't he said even after a day at work at Pinterest, he would go into his pantry and start texting and doing stuff, and he was totally addicted to to his phone and needed to detach from it. So. Um, I thought the one line that I did catch in there in the documentary that was pretty interesting is that the social media industry is one of the few industries where they actually use the word user as opposed to customer. Mm. I thought that, and the only other place, the only other <laughs> industry where you would find businesses referring to their people as users as opposed to customers is the drug is basically drugs. Wow, yeah. I guess. Where you, I'm a user. See, I caught, I caught, you caught, I, the I, caught user the most reference? I caught the most important part. Right? Yeah, it so was, it just was keep that in mind. You're not a, you're not a customer to Facebook or to any of the social media platforms. You're a user. Yeah, so I mean, you think like our kids, they're not on Facebook, but yet they're on Snapchat and Instagram. So they're still hooked. And, and that's the thing too, is that um, they talk about the social, um, the mental health aspects of it and how it's really damaged um, that generation. Um, creating more anxiety, more depression, all kinds of other things because they're living their lives on their phones, which is really um, I do try to, upsetting. I'm trying to make more of an effort to reduce the amount of time I'm on the phone. And I've mentioned the best too, even you know, yesterday, I really want to make a concerted effort to reduce the, the amount that I have this phone in my pocket, tied to me, next to me, just move it off to the side. Oh, good morning, Alicia. Uh, just move it someplace out of sight for a while. Sometimes I do that when I go out to dinner and stuff, but I need to do it more often and to decompress and to, you know, just get away from the machine. I know, um, it's hard. But afterwards, after that documentary, which we didn't watch the entire thing, we continued binge watching Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Great, great. Season two. Season two. Gets uh, more interesting. I was exhausted last night, so we were only able only to watch two. one episode. Yeah, you. Well, I, know. I, we'll fell asleep in the second I fell asleep in the second one, so I'm gonna watch it again. But yesterday's first one was pretty was pretty good because they brought back oh, Johnny Lawrence, the, the mean guy, Johnny Lawrence's uh, old sensei. Um, he's go by John Kreese, I think that's something his, like that. Yeah. He's, he's the same guy he used to be in Cagney and Lacey. Evil guy. Evil guy. Yeah. Evil guy. But again, um, I know we're going to keep mentioning it, you know, for the next couple of days. If you have not watched it, 
please. Where take have a you look been? At it. Where have you been? Take a look. That's how I feel. Like, where were we when this was there? I know. We even had a conversation yesterday with Dylan. He's like, you think I would like it? I thought it was more for like little kids. We're like, are you no, kidding me? It's, it's not at all. It's great. It's, yeah, it's, it's good it's, stuff. And actually, you started watching a little bit of an interview with Ralph Macchio yesterday. Yeah, he's O'Brien. funny. And I, I, did, I took a peek into the room while you were watching. He's good. Ralph Macchio was... Uh, yeah. You know, I, I had believe, a crush on him back in the day. Who didn't? I can't believe I'm looking at Ralph Macchio. That guy is 58 years old. I swear he looks like he's 30-something. Yeah, he just that. has, like, bags under his eyes a little bit. Who he doesn't? More sleep. Who doesn't? just needs a little more sleep, but other than that, he... he we all like, have bags under our eyes. I know. But you know what I love? He, he was doing the interview in his house, and he said, in, he said, I'm in Long Island. Alicia, you'll like this. He goes, I'm in Long Island. You know, that, that's how you pronounce it. And you look at the house, and it's totally a Long Island house. It's like, even though, however wealthy he is from all the things he's done, he's like, he's not in this, like, you know, spectacular mansion. Like, he, he looks like he's in, like, a normal Long Island house. He seems like a normal guy, right? <laughs> So I was like, nice. He seems like a normal guy, which is, yes. which is cool. Um, so I want to wish a couple people a happy birthday. Uh, one is to my very good friend, Matt Coyle who I used to work with at Standard & Poor's. Oh wait, Alicia said he was here. What do you mean here? As in your house? He was in Smithtown? <laughs> what? Oh, he was at her house during the interview. That's what I Hold said. On. It looked like I was watching it from Alicia's house. Yeah. <laughs> so happy birthday to Matt Coyle, an old time friend of mine from my days at S&P, who uh, lives in Massachusetts now. So happy birthday, Matt. And happy birthday to New Rochelle local personality and favorite Jen Parente. I was going to say that you too. You were going to say that? Oh, all right. I'm Aww, sorry I didn't say Happy birthday, Jen. Jen. She's we, a fantastic photographer. She is. Jen is super talented. So nice. Super nice. Great person. Uh, we, what do we use her for? We use for, her for Dylan's for, Bar Mitzvah. For Dylan's she had all kinds of great action shots. She was just, you know, just so, a terrific So whenever, we ha whenever the coast is clear and it's time for you to start planning big events again in your life and are looking for a photographer, I would highly recommend Jen Perrette. But she also does, like, the pregnancy stuff. She does really beautiful portrait things. And she gets hired a lot, like, when people were launching businesses. So the diner in New Rochelle next to you, she did all of their photos. She did she your did, photos. She did photos for A-Game Sports. Yeah. So she's she done a lot businesses. of stuff. She's, um, she's very versatile. She is. And, you know, sometimes we get criticized for not talking about New Rochelle enough. But because, you know, we're here in New Rochelle and we got to talk about a little more current events. So we got something to talk about today. Okay? The word of the day is called disenfranchisement, right? Disenfranchisement. Well, Disenfra I thought it was just... Disenfranchised or disenfranchisement. Okay. Voter disenfra voters that are disenfranchised. We are now part of the voters that are disenfranchised. Okay? We found out yesterday, we think we mentioned it, that our votes, along with hundreds of others, I think it amounts to like 12% of the total votes. I think. Somebody could fact check that. That our votes didn't get counted in the election for the school board candidates or obviously for the budget passing or failing. Um, and they provided an entire list, I guess it was what's called FOILED under the Freedom of Information Act, and the information was provided and released uh, to a reporter um, in New Rochelle. And not only was it released all the names and addresses of all the people whose votes were voided due to the challenge, but it also listed the people that we voted for. Yep. Are you effing kidding me? I, I did in what world would 
the people who you voted for in a sealed ballot ever be disclosed publicly. And now, I can tell you, I didn't have much of a position on this, on, on the, the whole mail-in voting for the upcoming election for the president. And I, you know, whatever, I'm not talking about the, the political aspects, Republican versus Democrat, but in terms of just from mail-in voting, Don't it's trust. a crock, yep. okay? For this coming election, get your asses up and over to the poll booths and vote in person. Honestly, just do it. We do so many other things in life right now that we go out and we unfortunately have to expose ourselves and take certain risks, whether it's going food shopping, going to the doctors, whatever it might be. This is one of those times where you need to get your ass out and go out in person and vote. This mail-in stuff, other than like, you know, certain exceptions. Or like the absentee you're in another yes, state. Certain you know, things, so, yes, there are certain exceptions to what I'm saying, of course, meaning whatever was in place in the past for people should continue in prior years, but this mail-in voting stuff is garbage. Garbage. I don't care what your position is on the pandemic and how you feel at the public health matter. No. I, I'm sorry. This is where, I, this is where, I, draw, this is where I draw the line. Well, and in the case of the school board election, we weren't allowed to vote in person. It was forced upon us that we had to mail, you know, to mail it in or drop it in these ballot boxes, which is what we did. Um, and and the excuses of why our votes were thrown out is just preposterous that our son's signature wasn't in the book he had just voted for the first time he was 18 and was a registered voter so how do you not match that up I mean it was just really and this is not by the, way, by the way this is not like sour grapes because our candidates that we voted for didn't win okay because there were plenty of people who every candidate uh, lost there, there, votes there was, there was every, every candidate lost votes so this is what across the board there's not I, this is not a matter of, of you know feeling like I wouldn't say anything if you know if the people who we voted for won. It's not about that at all. There's plenty of people across the both right. sides. Every every side lost votes. It is on it. absolute crap. This district should be ashamed of itself. I'm sorry, but the governor of New York should be ashamed of himself too for putting this crap on all of us. I'm sorry. That that should never ever have happened. And. Um, if this is an indication of what we're in store for for the first Tuesday, what is it, the first Tuesday in November? Yeah, which is like right around. Then the we corner. are in a lot. Then we, we are in for some major battles in the months ahead after this election because if that's if if what we experience locally is any indication of what we could expect nationally, it, not it good. Is, it is a frightening thought and it is really a a, a true damage, to destruction to democracy. Um, I, I really believe that, and I don't really talk about politics much. But this really uh, and it cuts me. across both sides. I mean, we hear it a lot on the, you know, a lot of times on the Republican side how they're they're vehemently opposed to this. But here, I'm a Democrat. He's kind of independent. I'm a, yeah, I, I'm I'm probably I'm probably centered. I depending on the issue, whatever. I lean a little bit to the right, sometimes to the left. I I voted both ways many times. I mean, but when it happens to you, that's the whole thing. It's like when it happens to you, suddenly it doesn't matter what party you're a part of this is wrong, mistakes are being made, people are bumbling, you know, th things, they're, they're just making mistakes, and it's human error, and, and that you can't leave this stuff to chance. I'd rather have an American Idol vote where I text my vote to 7878 and then get it done correctly. Let the computer solve this thing. You don't need people. How? Right? I still don't get how our names 
I don't you can file your taxes online. You can file your freaking taxes and reveal all of your information and hit submit and never actually even use a stamp. And yet you have to mail in your vote and, and fill it out and then, and then hope that someone on the other side is going to actually do it right. Like, I, we're, we're angry about a lot of similar things. I'm still most angry how the hell the names of the candidates oh, yeah. that I voted for yeah, will that's be publicly like disclosed. Terrible. Why? I mean... Well, because whoever gave him the information, nobody took the time, time to, to re say... To redact it. Right. Nobody took the time to take the marker and just cross out the people they voted for. They should have done that. But, but you know what it is? When you're in a position of nobody wants to take responsibility in terms of being in control and nobody says, you know what, before you give that make sure you mark it. There has to be a person to tell that person to do it as opposed to that person taking it upon themselves to say, I'm gonna mark this up. Because everybody's afraid of their own shadow in our community, in our district, when it comes to this kind of stuff. So nobody was willing to do stuff. So it was sort of like whoever handed it out was like, well, nobody told me to do that. But doesn't, doesn't common sense, I mean, I, I'm it's sorry, does it, wouldn't somebody can't... out there with common sense says, I'm gonna turn over a document to somebody that could be publicly shared that's going to list the people that they voted for? I mean, You're I, not in a position of power to do that. Your superior needs to say to you, take a Sharpie and, and cut all this stuff out. And they didn't. Wow. And now look at what happened. All right. And I mean, they're not going to go back. They're not going to audit it. They're not going to redo it. But it's, it obviously shows that people should be voting in person. Yep, for sure. And so we're at 0.85% in terms of where we are anyway with, with the virus, so New York should be okay. Can't go speak vote. For the rest of the go vote in person. Right. All right. Um, well, you wanted to hear about what's going on in Neuro, so we gave so, you. A so we, so we gave. <laughs> so we'll move on to uh, other macro, broader geographic issues. Hurricane Sally, right, Mom? Hurricane Sally. <laughs> Hurricane Sally. Hur Hurricane Sally. Um, She's whipping through Margaret's teeth like a, like, a bat uh, out of hell. Uh, <laughs> she has all these nurses, aides, uh, and doctors spitting in their boots. There's Hurricane Sally at Margaret's and then there's Hurricane Sally that's affecting Florida and Alabama. There's been about the equivalent of four months of rain poured on those areas in four hours. Think about that. Four months of rain in, in basically four hours. And what's the scary part, I always think about this after a hurricane, especially down south, People have been seeing, like, in, in the water, alligators. Oh, they're out. <laughs> they're out there. Like, alligators, oh, snakes. I, I could not. I, I don't think I would be able to go on with them. Maybe know, Joe Exotic is there with, like, a net. <laughs> hey, guys, we got more uh, We got more things for our, our zoo. Can you imagine going down, down. There and outside your house is an alligator swimming by? Well, my grandma used to have that when she lived in Sunrise Lake in Florida. She had alligators in the canal all the time. Alligators okay. and ducks. Right, but they're not swimming up by the front of our house. Like, well, they, they would like, walk on the lawn sometimes. Oh, hello there. <laughs> it was. They, were, they would come out. I mean, they're a little brave. You know, they, they walk on the lawn. And you know what it is? They stay and they look like rocks. Like, that's the scary thing about alligators is that they just kind of hang there and then you don't even realize. And then it's like, whoa, I just tripped over something. And then that's an alligator. A little helpful tip for you people out there. If you ever find yourself confronted by an alligator. Yeah, don't uh, run. Especially on a golf course. No. You oh. should run. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but zigzag. When you run, ah. go zigzag. Do not run in a straight line. Okay. All right. Excellent. So, so just keep that in mind if you're ever uh, confronted by 
an alligator. alligator. But the crocodiles, don't they stay in the water? They don't come out of the water. Yeah, do I they? don't get the crocodile jokes. The crocodiles stay where they are, but because the, they have their little beady eyes, like just looking up. And if like, you kind of with those the teeth, they're like so scary. And if you happen to be in this situation, and I don't know when this would actually happen, because we do your SOL, if you're confronted by both an alligator and a bear at the same time, then I don't know what to tell you because you're not supposed to run from a bear. Then you're in the Bronx Zoo. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know about. I, I don't know about that. So right, I, I just have to plug our phone in. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. To keep talking, I have to. I have to charge the. So moving on. Thing. Moving on to a, a couple of uh, different things. The Blue Bar and Grill. For anybody who lives in Yonkers, uh, Blue Bar and Grill has uh, basically been shut down for violating uh, Andrew Cuomo's executive orders for capacity restrictions. So if anybody out there is in Yonkers and the Blue Bar and Grill happens to be a, uh, a place of destination for you in the past. You're going to have to find a different place to eat for the weeks ahead. In sports, a couple of things. This is interesting. The Big Ten in football had originally said that they weren't going to be playing football uh, this coming season uh, for the pandemic. They have changed their decision, changed course, and they're going to be um, starting up football in middle to late October. Uh, I I don't understand the rationale for that decision. I'm still surprised that the like, NFL... Hey, guys, let's start right when flu season starts. Well, and hi, Lee, how are you? Hi, Lee. We're seeing Lee I, live. I, I we're seeing Lee live in a few days. I don't um, I don't get it. I, I mean, I'm still having a hard time understanding how the NFL is playing, but that's one thing. You're talking about college students now playing football? Uh, it's, not it's, a good it's idea. Not a good idea. The colleges are having a hard enough time as is you know, containing COVID, and now you're going to have players who you know are still part of the college partying scene playing college football. I, I, I don't understand uh, the Big Ten's decision in changing their mind. Obviously, there's factors like money involved, of course, but um, I think that's a wrong move. Yeah. Well, before you go into your next sports story, yes, I want to say on the college front, I was thinking about this today. Uh, because we had a conversation with our son yesterday and he said to me he was he proudly proclaimed I did my laundry and I was like no way did you do your sheets and he said yes I did my sheets what? I said did you put your sheets uh, new sheets on your bed or did you replace <laughs> with the clean sheets he said I put new sheets on my bed I'm like who are you I have to say that even though it kind of stunk when the when the college came back and said the dorms are closed so either stay at home or find another way to you know do something with your kid and we decided that he should do the apartment living I'm here to tell every parent of a, of a college student or a student who's going graduating high school screw the dorms because if they can figure out how to really live on their own you know with a couple of people and the apartment living and learning how to cook and doing for themselves and that gets them fa a little bit faster to them being independent young adults i say hell yeah that was like the best <laughs> thing ever and then you don't have the bad dorm food you're not locked into the meal plan and you're not paying more for the dorms because apartments are, are typically cheaper yeah so i this was like the a secret this is a great wake-up call right this is the secret guys screw the dorms yeah, hashtag screw the dorms <laughs> i like so I'm it just saying um also in sports, uh, the Mets won. I will come back. Uh, oh, and Victory Craig yesterday. just said Big He's Ten right. has he, a lot of swings. They Trump just made a lot of people happy. He certainly did. So uh, the Mets had a nice comeback win. Unfortunately, Degrom had to leave the game early. Uh, he had some spasms, which means that Degrom, who unfortunately gave up a couple of runs early, 
His ERA uh, went over two, so he is probably going to get knocked out of the uh, voting for a third Cy Young, which would have been huge for the Mets this year. Dodgers clinched the playoff berth. Uh, I think they're like 35 and 15 right now, which is ridiculously good. Um, New York City restaurants um, are going to be allowed when they have the indoor dining, they are going to be allowed to implement a 10% COVID surcharge. I think it's at the discretion of oh, the restaurants wow. if they want to. By law before, restaurants were not allowed to have any other charges on a bill other than food, drink, and taxes. Now, if the restaurant wants to, they can add a, that has to be disclosed, of course, going to be a 10% COVID charge to cover the additional expenses related to operating, such as PPE. PPE equipment and, and other um, oh, factors as well. And they've lost I, so much I, money. I, I, you know, normally I really, it really irks me to hear about any type of surcharges. I, it, it, it's really a thorn in my side when I hear about surcharges. Think about the added charges you get when you order from Grubhub or Uber Eats. But so they should be getting I'm not that a, back. I'm not as angry about it this time. As long as it is disclosed, you know what you're paying. The controversy about it, a couple of assemblymen uh, voted against it. They think that when people go out to the restaurants, once they get the surcharge, it's going to mean less, less money in tips for the servers, which is going to um, impact uh, the service and shit. Well, they should which include, it, like, the service charge and the surcharge, <coughs> and then, then they, everybody's covered. And everybody's covered. There you go. Um, on entertainment, real quick, Beth mentioned it yesterday. It was in the, um, to me, and then I saw the news today, so it's confirmed Jim Carrey is going to be playing Joe Biden on SNL. I, I, I always say it first. I, I don't know why Jason Sudeikis isn't going to be I know. That is kind of weird because he's so good. And I, I don't know I, about Jim Carrey. I don't know that either. I'm sure they I think it's the teeth. I think they're going to play up the teeth because Jim Carrey and his, like, you know. Maybe. Okay. It, it's got to be that. It has to be the teeth. Other yeah. than that, it's like. No, know. people do not have the money they did before COVID. That, that is true. So, I forget the surcharge. Um. And before I let you go on to the show, I had so many other things to cover today, but we got so caught up in the whole voter fiasco that I spent so much time talking about that on the soapbox and stuff. So we're gonna have to cut out some other topics, but I'm not gonna, I'm gonna let this mention this one last thing. Let's see how well you know me. What is my favorite food besides pizza? Yeah. What is my favorite cuisine, ethnic type of food to eat? What would you say if you know me? Jamaican well? food. I should have thought of that as an possible answer. All right, what else? Like Indian? Yes, Indian. Okay. In, yes. All right. I probably it's probably a tie between Jamaican and Indian food. Okay. Today. So where do you think you would find the best Indian food in the U.S. If you in terms of just most places, good quality food? I didn't know about this, and now we're gonna go. So it's gotta be someplace in New York. No, it's not in New York. Oh wow, Chicago? No, it's in Jersey City. Interesting. Jersey City has. Many, many great Indian Smithtown. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know when you find one out there, Alicia. Uh, <laughs> um, oh wait, Lee just said edits in New Jersey. Well, according to this, it was according to this, it was in Jersey City, and that there's a two-block-long strip of Newark Avenue. It's called India Square, and there you can find tons of um, Indian restaurants to choose from across the spectrum, up you know, upper scale, moderately priced, and so forth. I love Indian food. I remember, in, I don't think you'd ever had Indian food. No. Right? I mean, I Took grew up with, listen, my dad, The <laughs> our meals, if we were to go out, it was either seafood or Chinese food. 
Very, very, and that was that it. was it. That was it. And maybe McDonald's on a road trip. We didn't eat out much. But I and diners, of course. I I've always I love Indian food, and I finally had got Beth to try it one time, and I think she was really surprised how how delicious it yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, I had when when I became an adult, I I had sushi for the first time. I had Indian. There like so many things that I would never have touched because it just was not you know. Oh, oh and yeah. I also have to say like the deli, like rap steams and stuff like that. <laughs> So, but if you're if you are an Indian food lover like I am, then try to find some place in Jersey City when you can. Because we'll there's a lot of great places. All right, good. All right, so I'm gonna let you do my questions. Do my questions, and I'm gonna jam right the topics I have. I'm gonna carry them over to tomorrow. Okay. Okay, Lee, with all the Indian information, Princeton has many great Indian places and lunches. Lee, you're like the Zagats of Indian. We're gonna have to go for Indian food when we. I know it's Rosh Hashanah, so we'll do that another time. Okay, first question: Johnny Depp is famously afraid of what? Spiders. No. Heights. No. I'll give you a hint. It's a uh, it's a Stephen King like it, it has like a Stephen King type movie. Dogs. No. You still didn't get it. That's so funny. Cemeteries. <laughs> <laughs> clowns. He's famously oh. afraid of clowns. I think aren't we all a little afraid of clowns? I think we all are. Yeah, well, I think the ones we that kind of hide out in the woods is like uh, lawsuits from exes. That too. This is this is true. Um, okay, in California, you can't legally buy a mouse trap without having what? <laughs> Greg's and his ex-wife Amber. <laughs> a pesticide license or a uh, like a, a license as an exterminator? Your license as exterminator? No, a hunting license. You have to have a hunting license for a mouse. <laughs> So what happened? So you know, like a little gun? Uh, uh, I don't know. It's uh, like a hunting license. To get a mousetrap? To get a, a mousetrap. Wow. Yeah. That, that, all right. That's that's interesting. Wait. Oh, and, Le and Gina said you can't legally get a get a mousetrap, buy a mousetrap without a mouse. That too. <laughs> all right. That was a good one. What was Marilyn Monroe's natural hair color? I'm gonna say blonde. No, you'd be wrong. Okay, ladies, who knows this? Or the guys? I don't know. Either one. Anyone? Okay, Denise, it wasn't brown either. Interestingly enough, it was red. Right, really? Lucia? She had red Why hair. Why would she have changed that? I don't know. Well, I think back in the day it was that platinum blonde, which incidentally, Hurricane Sally still has. <laughs> <laughs> Even at Margaret's teeth! We're gonna bring the hairdresser gonna, in, but they're gonna, gonna have to get a COVID test. She's gonna start telling you she's gonna start thinking about that. That's gonna become at the forefront of her of her it's mind. Her hair is done. When she's gonna get her hair done. I know, I know. Crazy. Yes, go redheads. Yes. Ginger. Um, okay. In St. Louis, Missouri, it's illegal for a fireman to rescue who? This was a good one. Say that one more time? In St. Louis, Missouri, it's illegal for a fireman to rescue who? This is like really interesting. This is funny. Don't know? His own wife? No. Undressed women. Even if they're wearing a nightgown. Really? Yep. What are they supposed to like? I, what do you put your clothes on? Wait. So if the 
if the woman is undressed or right. has a nightgown on and is in a, an apartment building or in a house, they can't rescue her. And the firemen come, come in. They, they can't rescue her. She needs to put her clothes on, or maybe a bathrobe. I don't even know if a bathrobe counts. You gotta put. You gotta be sleeping in your clothes. That's the that's the lesson of this story. If you're afraid that there's gonna be a fire, sleep in your clothes. Sleep in your clothes. Not even a nightgown. No nightgowns. They said you can't be undressed or wearing a nightgown. I want to see how that law is enforced. I don't know, but you uh, what? Yeah, go. Yeah, put some clothes on. Put and some I'm... clothes on. <laughs> I can't breathe. All right. Um, what U.S. state's constitution is the longest in the world? <coughs> so it's individual state, not the federal. Take a seat. What U.S. state's constitution is the longest in the world? <laughs> what about a naked man? No, they can't. I guess they... I don't know. You know, Gina, that's a good question. They only talked about women. So sexist. I have no idea. Yeah, who, I mean, who the hell wants to rescue Nobody a would rescue no a naked man. No one wants to rescue man. a naked man like, anyway. Put, put your clothes put, on. Yeah, you don't need a law for that. Right. Nobody wants to rescue a naked man. <laughs> 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 Some things you just don't need laws for. Right. It's just common sense. No, not Pennsylvania. All right, ready? You do not know it? Texas. Nope. No, Alabama. Hmm. Very long constitution in Alabama. I don't know what it is, but it's very, very long. <laughs> um, okay, when, a pre when people are frightened, their ears produce more of what? Wax. Perfect. So I guess you ca I can't hear you. I'm scared. <laughs> ah! It doesn't matter. I'm going to make more wax so I can, like, tune wax out on, everything that's going. Wax off. All right. Which sea creature has... Three hearts. Sea creature. Octopus. Yes! That was quick. Why? Did you just cause because you thought sea creature? Yeah, you said sea creature. I don't know that many sea creatures. I thought octopus. It, then things that how many uh, uh, tentacles so yeah, I think it's right. gotta have a yeah. Craig with wax, excellent. Alright, so our our uh, our viewers are behind us because we're on a delay, so let's see who get, if anybody gets octopus. Now the next one I have a feeling Denise is gonna get like this one in the speed round. So if we were operating in real time, she'd be she'd be able to get this one. What is the Italian word for pie? Yes, everybody's getting octopus. Excellent. So what's the Italian word for pie? You don't know. You a you of all people should know this. Me for Italian word yes. for pie? Yes. Yes. Let me see if Denise is still on. I don't know if she's still on. Is Denise, you on? Oh, you're, no, your delay's not bad. We're just, we just went through a little fast. Uh, it's, it's frustrating. So does anyone know what the Italian word for pie is? Craig? Anybody? Yes, Gina with pizza. Look at that. Gina out of, uh, I love it. Pizza. Is the Italian word for pie. Oh, now you know. Wow. You should know, especially in light of your pizza, you know, fascination, obsession, whatever. I should have known that. You should have known that. Name the actor who died in 1984 and who also starred in the film titled 1984. Oh, look at that. It's the same in Portuguese. Blueberry pizza. 
<laughs> yeah, I guess so. It's, I know you'd have to come up with whatever the word for blueberry is in Italian, Lee. So name the actor who died in 1984 and who also starred in the film titled 1984. Nope. Steve McQueen? Nope. Richard Burton. Oh, that's a good one. Right? That was a good one. I thought that was a good trivia question. All right. This, people are going to name this in like five seconds, this movie. Because it's very cheesy. One of my personal favorites. I should just do like a mix. That's cheesy music. Where are we here? It's just, it's warm enough. Oh, man. Oh, skip ads. There you go. There we go. Sorry for the, uh... Oh. It has the, uh... Here we go. Ready? One note. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> At the end of this song, I'm gonna stand over there. And I'm gonna have I'm gonna and I'm gonna have and I'm, and I'm gonna have Beth run to me and do the I'm jump. I'm gonna do the jump. <laughs> Come on, everyone! Come on! What is Come it? Come on! I'm gonna let the audience. Yes, Lucia. <laughs> Very good. I, but we always get so depressed every time we hear about Dirty Dan. Love this. Swayze Gray Dirty. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love this movie. I think that's probably your top three movies, right? Yeah, my mom Dirty loves Dance. this movie. Dirty Dance is a great movie. My it is, it's a great movie. Nobody puts baby, baby in, in a corner. corner. I love that movie. And, and, uh, Are they, aren't they doing a revival of Dirty Dancing too? Yeah, yeah but it's but not, it's not the same. And of course, Patrick Swayze. And, what a great actor. I know. I mean, I know, I know how much you love Roadhouse. <laughs> Can't get enough of Roadhouse. Cannot get enough of Roadhouse. That, I, I and what's the other one? Got, and Point Break. Well, no, Point Break is a good, <laughs> solid movie. Okay. okay. That is a good, there's no, there's nothing to be ashamed of that. All right. Roadhouse, Roadhouse, on the other hand. Roadhouse is a terrible movie that, for some reason, I seem to like, and it's one of my guilty pleasures. So, but on that note... Uh, hopefully we'll have some more fun stuff to talk about tomorrow. Yes. We'll get off our soapbox. I can't believe it's like already almost Friday. I know. It's almost Friday. We'll be back again tomorrow. Enjoy the day, everybody. Yes. Guys, stay safe. Have fun. Smiles, everyone. Bye.